Welcome to My Business Playbook, where we pull back the curtain on the steps and missteps of successful people. You'll hear a raw and unfiltered play-by-play of what's worked and what hasn't, giving you helpful advice and insights so you can build your dream business. I'm your host, Laura Higgins, and this is My Business Playbook. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to My Business Playbook. I'm so happy to be with you today. Now, right now, at the time of this recording, you would laugh at me right now because I've washed my hair, I've got my spray tan on, I am getting ready to fly out to Hawaii. At the time of this recording, I am flying out to Hawaii tonight. And I cannot tell you how excited I am because this is... Well, there's like a few reasons. Number one, it's Hawaii. It's going to be really fun. Um, I'm kind of escaping winter and I'm going to just go for, I think I'm going for like six or seven days. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be warm. It's going to be so fun. The cool thing is that I'm actually going for a business conference for this um, business group that I'm part of. This is the first time we've done anything face-to-face. And so I'm really excited about it. And it really reminds me that you know, it makes me think, oh my gosh, in the next level club, we should do a retreat. We should go to like a destination and do a workshop day. And so all of these ideas, if you're in the next level club and you're listening to this, don't you worry. I have ideas of like how we can do something glorious like this. Um, A tropical location is definitely on my list of things I want to do in the next level club because community is so important. And you've heard me talk about this on the podcast before, but I really believe in the power of community. And I think now more than ever, we need to be really intentional about connecting with real people face to face. Just because we can do Zoom all the time doesn't mean we should. Sometimes we need to get out of our comfort zone and connect with other people. And that's one of been one of the my favorite parts for me about the coaching that I invest in. Like, hey, I still invest in my own coaching and my own development. I spend a lot of money to be part of this mastermind and it is so worth it. So for me, when I'm coaching our clients, I'm always thinking, okay, how can we make this experience really, really valuable? How can we make people feel more connected? Because it's not just about the tactics and strategies. It, like that's super important. And hey, we, we teach you the coolest stuff and the stuff that is working for creatives right now. But One of the most underrated things is community and the power of being connected to like-minded people. So I'm sharing all of this to say, I'm going to Hawaii. I'm going to connect with peers for me who can inspire me and my coaches who are going to help me to even like deliver better stuff to my clients. And also in, in all of the things that we do in our marketing and our podcast and all of our content, I'm really excited because I'm just, I've got so many ideas of how I want to make this better and how I want to help you to skyrocket your creative business. And it's just going to be awesome. The cool thing is we've been able to actually bring our, fly out our team to this event as well, which is so exciting to me and such a cool win um, that we've been able to do this. And so it's, Nate's not coming. He's hanging out at home. He's actually building uh, one of our properties right now. Um, So he's staying and it's a girl's trip. And I'm just, I cannot tell you, like if you follow me on Instagram, I'm sure you'll see all the content. But anyway, I'm telling you all of that because I wanted to be honest about the fact that I'm currently um, sitting in spray tan while I'm talking to you because I just wanted to be, you know, transparent. Now, (laughs) today, what am I talking to you about? What am I talking about today? Today, I'm talking about your ideal week. 
This has been something that I have always loved designing my ideal week. And it's something that kind of seems pretty basic, right? It seems like, you know, of course you should structure your week. Of course you should do that. However, I think it's really got to be more strategic than just going on Mondays. I do this on Wednesdays. We wear pink. Like I think it has to be a little bit more structured and strategic. So what I wanted to share with you today is five big reasons you should design your ideal week. And if you've designed your ideal week before and it's sitting in your desk drawer somewhere or it's sitting in your brain and you're like, gosh, I do not even follow that at all. If you've done it before and it hasn't worked, I want you to come back to me and come in and listen to this and follow these strategies because this is going to help you. These are some of the, I'm going to give you like top level, some of the strategies that I teach my clients on how to design their ideal week and why it's so important. Because when we connect with the why, we're far more likely to implement it. So why does designing your ideal week matter so much? I believe that time is our biggest asset and it can also be our biggest liability. A lot of people freak out about investing money into things, but I have become, the more I've grown, the more I've become a bit more freaked out about investing my time in things. The more I've looked at, okay, am I using my time well? It's like money is unlimited. We can always make more money, but time Time is a finite resource. And so we need to become really good at auditing our time, at mastering how we spend our time. If we spent the same amount of energy in like that we do when freaking out about money or thinking about how can I make more money? How can I save more money? How could I get this money to go further? If we did that same, like applied that same principle and that same energy and dedication to our time, we would be unstoppable. Your time is your greatest asset or your greatest liability. It's really important that we leverage this. You've been given the same amount of time that I've been given. We all have the same amount of hours in the day as Beyonce, right? And we have to become masters of using our time. So I wanted to give you five reasons and then I'm gonna give you some really, really practical insights that are gonna help you to design your ideal week and actually stick to it. So reason number one why I I really believe you need to design your ideal week. It takes you from being reactive to proactive. When you don't have a structure for how you're going to spend your days, how you're going to spend your weeks, it means that you kind of start the day and you just kind of launch into the day. I've done this myself where I am like, I get up, I make myself my coffee, I sit down in my dressing gown at the computer and it's 7 a.m. and I'm, I've just launched into the day. I'm putting out fires immediately. I'm responding to emails. I've checked Instagram. I've looked at Slack. I've looked at ClickUp. I've looked at all the programs. And before I know it, I'm overwhelmed and I'm stressed. It's not even 8 a.m. and I haven't even put on pants yet. So that's a problem. (laughs) That's a problem on many levels. Pants, you know, I I don't mind wearing tights or, you know, whatever. But like, it's good to do business when you're wearing pants, right? It's important to do. So when we don't have a structure for our days, when we don't have a really awesome morning routine, a good evening routine, a good structure for how we're going to spend our days and how we're going to spend our weeks, It means that we just get caught in putting out fires. 
it makes us reactive to whatever's coming through. So if a client emails you, oh yeah, I've got to jump onto that now because I don't have a structure. I don't have a kind of North star that's keeping me aligned to the main thing. So we become reactive. The second reason I really believe you need to design your ideal week is because it allows you to optimize your days for your energy. As creatives, we perform well with deadlines, right? As creatives, it's important for us to have deadlines and, and sometimes you have to gamify the deadline so you can get out of the procrastination loop. Like it, it you know, you got to do what works for you. But I think as creatives, we need space. We need margin in our days and in our weeks. We need time to sit around and think because creativity is our currency. And if we are slammed in back-to-back things, And if we're caught in that reactive space, we never get time to actually create. Or if we do create things, it's not it's not up to our standard or it just means that we we waste so much time kind of sitting in our computer, like hoping, oh, my gosh, when will inspiration come? And it's because we haven't optimized our days for our energy. So it's really important that you think about, okay, how do I want to start my days? Like, do I want to do a workout before I kick off my day? Do I want to go for a walk before I start my day? How do I want to start my day? How do I want to finish my day? And we need to optimize our days around our energy. So you might find that mornings are where you are most creative. If that's the case, that tells you, okay, well, mornings need to be meeting free. Your mornings are where you need to get into deep work. That might be what it looks like for you. It might be that you go, do you know what? I want to get in. I want to do my calls. I want to do my meetings. I want to do my sales calls or client calls, whatever needs to happen. And then I want to move on. And I want to have my afternoons wide open. If that's you, then go for it. Like it's about your energy. I don't really believe and I don't prescribe to the idea that, you know, you must get up at 5 a.m. and you must do two hours of work before everyone else even starts the day. Although I will say it does feel good when you're working, when other people are sleeping in the sense that no one can bother you. (laughs) So that's kind of nice. But I'm not saying you have to do that. I'm just saying you need to know yourself and know your energy. So think about how do you work best and make it work for you and also make it work for your season. So if you have kids, mornings are chaos mornings and like, you know, 6 p.m. chaos. Don't even don't even think about it. Like do not schedule your life. So just because it fits someone else, map your days and map your week for your energy. So you might decide, well, maybe before the kids wake up, I'm going to do an hour of just like deep work. Or maybe it's like once the kids are at school, that's when I get into my deep work. You've got to make sure that it's optimized for you and for the season of life that you are in. Okay. So Number two, it allows you to optimize your days and your weeks for energy, like for your energy. Number three, having an ideal week helps you to be more productive and achieve flow. So this speaks to the energy thing that I just spoke about, but it's really more uh, practical. What I like to do is I like to theme my days or like theme my blocks of time. So let's say on Mondays you want to get in, you want to do client meetings, you want to like you want to kind of get that big chunk of work done. What I see a lot of people do is they go like their day looks like this. 
You've got a client meeting from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. And then you've got a 15 minute gap. Then you've got another client meeting and then you've got a half an hour gap. And then you've got a sales call and then you've got an hour gap. And then you've got a meeting with your team. And one of those meetings always goes long. And all of a sudden you've lost two hours of your day just in that bleed time between those meetings. So right away, if we can eliminate some of that bleed time, or maybe it's travel time, maybe you're traveling from place to place from different locations and it's like you could have been on the phone having a meeting with uh, a team member at that time, or you could have been actually leveraging that time and eliminating that that bleed time so you're not wasting time. That's a Tony Robbins thing. He talks about um, no time lost, I think is what he calls it. And it's like if you're driving from somewhere, put on a podcast, keep learning. Uh, or maybe like, you know, even for our My Marketing Playbook students, I'm always saying get the Kajabi app, download it on your phone, and then you can listen to the trainings while you're driving from thing to thing. Like you don't have to watch the videos. You can actually listen to them. So what we want to do is we want to eliminate that bleed time. We want to optimize and just look at our schedule and go, do you know what? I've got an hour gap there and I should just move this person forward. And a good virtual assistant or a good executive assistant will do that for you. They'll start to think, okay, that's a weird, awkward amount of time. And also what I found is that if I have a meeting from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., I've got a half an hour break and then I've got another meeting. I don't get much done in that half an hour. There's too much context switching and it's really hard to get into flow again. So I would rather than be back to back so I can just smash them out. So then that leads me to my fourth point. Designing your perfect week allows you to get creative and think about how you can batch. So if we think about our week and if you know, okay, I have to do X amount of sales calls a week, try to put them in the same window of time. So you're not doing a sales call, like you're not having a client or a potential client call you on a Monday afternoon and a Thursday afternoon. Why not do those in the same block of time? So if you use tools like Calendly, just allow, okay, Tuesday mornings from 8 till 10 a.m., that's when I allow windows for sales calls. That's my window. And so people can book in at that time. And like you, you really need to think about the order of importance. Sales calls are super important because they keep your business generating revenue, right? So you need to think about, okay, well, if I think about my energy, when am I best going, like, when am I going to perform the best in this sales call? And like, how can I get into flow with these sales calls? And then you can actually place that, okay, well, Tuesdays, eight till 10 a.m. That's when I'm doing sales calls. For me, I really like to do my sales calls in the mornings. The reason being, I like to get in, have the calls, do the thing, be on. And then I like to have the rest of my afternoon to do what I really want to do and to work on the business. I am at the point in my business now where I have a lot of flexibility in my schedule, but I have had to fight to get that. And I've had to refine my ideal week and I've had to really change my business model so that it works that way. And it wasn't always that way, but it is now. And I'm so grateful. So Mondays for me, I like to do um, sales calls. I like to do meetings with the team. I check in with uh, Lola who works with us and I check in with her. She's, she looks after all our clients. I make sure that all the clients are winning Tuesdays. That's when we do uh, coaching calls for the next level club. It's when we do kickoff calls for the next level club. I also do sales calls on these days as well. And then Tuesday afternoons, I'm free. So if there's any client stuff I need to do, I like to do that on Tuesdays. Wednesdays, I'm pretty much meeting free. I don't do anything on Wednesdays. Uh, Once a month, I'll batch my podcast on a Wednesday. And I'm just sharing mine as like an example so you can kind of get the idea. But 
Can you see how I'm theming my days and I'm batching similar tasks together? And then on Thursdays, I do the Next Level Club coaching calls. Once a month, I do a My Marketing Playbook coaching call. Um, Any coaching related stuff, any client related stuff I like to do on Thursdays. So it just means that instead of me being pulled in a million different directions every day of the week, by having this structure and this theme throughout my days, I know that, okay, I know I need to do that client thing, but it's a Monday and I'm, I'm not really in that zone yet until tomorrow. So I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'm going to block out some time. So you can actually go, do you know what? I know I'm going to look after that. I don't have to look after it right now which is really, really helpful. And it just helps our brains to go, I'm not going to miss that. I am going to get to that. But just because it's turned up in my inbox doesn't mean I need to handle this right now. Okay. There's this expression um, and this story of like, someone's putting the monkey on your back and you've given them the monkey and they have to handle the monkey, but then they throw it back onto you. And that's what a lot of our clients like can do to us as creatives and as service providers They can put the monkey on your back and you need to go, do you know what? That's not my monkey. (laughs) Stop, stop bringing that monkey to me. And hey, I will handle that monkey, but I'm not handling it until tomorrow. And so you've actually, you know that you're going to handle it. And so you can relax, but you don't have to handle it immediately. A lot of people put, and a lot of creatives put their clients' needs and their demands sometimes ahead of their own, which means they never push their business forward. They never are able to work on the business because they're always reactive and they don't have boundaries. And that means that you are essentially treating your business like an employee rather than a business owner. An employee goes, oh my gosh, I've got to get that task done. Like that's a technician. That's how a technician thinks. I've got to do that right now. There's this fire. I've got to put that out. Whereas a business owner or a boss or an entrepreneur goes, do you know what? That is important for sure. However, right now my priority is this. And there will always be times when you have to drop what you're doing to fix a fire, right? But some things are not fires. Some things are just like, oh, I can just sort that out. Next time I'm in client zone, I'll sort that out then. Does that make sense? So I want you to think about your ideal week as guardrails around you, which leads me to My fifth point, having a really awesome ideal week. It gives you two things. Number one, it gives you boundaries. And secondly, it gives you flexibility. Boundaries and flexibility. Now you might think, Laura, boundaries and flexibility, they're kind of like two sides of the same coin kind of thing. Like they seem like opposites in a lot of ways. But hear me out. When you have your ideal week structured, and when you have it structured in a way like I've like mapped out, it's designed for your energy, you're not context switching, you're batching similar tasks together, you're thinking about, you know, how you want to live your life and the, the, the way you want your days to look. When you do that, it means that you can actually have boundaries with your clients. It means that you can have boundaries with those things that come up because life happens, but you can actually have boundaries around your time. And you can say, hey, I would love to get to that. Here's when I'm going to look at this. Now, to be really clear, the boundaries with your clients, part of like successfully doing that is managing expectations and setting really clear expectations, which is what we talk about when we talk about onboarding. 
And there's an episode on that called, um, I think it's three mistakes people make with onboarding. I'll link it in the show notes. So make sure that you're not just kind of putting up boundaries without communicating them to your clients. You need to communicate these boundaries. But you might say, do you know what? Hey, I, I check in on client progress on Tuesdays. So Tuesday morning, know that I will be checking in. I'll be making sure that all of your things are looking good. Maybe it's like boundaries with your Instagram DMs. Sometimes, and I know for myself, I get stressed that I'm going to miss something and I read a message on Instagram and I mark it as unread because I get, I actually get quite a lot of messages and I mark it as unread. And then I'm like, mentally, I have a tab open for that message that I've read when actually, if I had just said, do you know what? I check in on my DMs at 4 PM each day. I respond to them all. I put a timer on, I respond to them all in that moment then I know that I don't have to consistently be checking my phone throughout the day. And I know that I'm not going to miss something. So we can actually have boundaries by giving ourselves structure. It allows us to have boundaries. And what do those boundaries allow you to have more of? They allow you to have more flexibility. It's kind of counterintuitive, but the more boundaries you have around your time, the more you'll be able to see like white space, beautiful, like free space in your calendar. And you, you won't know what to do with yourself because you'll feel like, oh my gosh, I've got time to work on the business all because I put in some really simple boundaries by having a structure for my week and for my days. Having an ideal week gives you flexibility and boundaries. And let me tell you, it doesn't limit your creativity. I have a lot of people who go, well, what if I'm just feeling the creative juices flowing on a Wednesday and my content day isn't until Thursday? If you do this well, you can actually design your days so that you've got a couple of hours or maybe an hour of power where you can implement ideas. So if you feel the creativity is coming on and you're like, man, I really want to action this now, you can actually design your week so that you have time each day to do that. Or what I like to do is I have a parking lot of all my ideas. I put them in a Google Doc and I just, anytime I think of something, because sometimes at night I think of something and I'm like, oh my gosh, my brain's going to keep thinking about it. So I have a parking lot and I put my ideas in the parking lot. And then when I'm going to create again, I've got all these ideas that are sitting there and I can just create the things without having to come up with the new ideas, right? So those are the five big reasons and, and really the outcomes that you're going to experience when you design your ideal week. So number one, it takes you from reactive to proactive. Number two, it allows you to optimize your days for your energy. Number three, it helps you to be more productive and achieve flow by helping you eliminate bleed time. And number four, it allows you to get creative and think about how you can batch similar tasks together. Again, that helps you achieve more flow. And number five, it gives you boundaries and flexibility, like the two things that we need most as creatives. So, so important. So how do we start? What I want you to do, I want you to get a blank sheet of paper. I really just want you to map out a, like a, you just need a table, really a Google doc, spreadsheet, whatever works. And you're going to choose Hour by hour, you might choose to go like in half an hour increments. That's also really great. So you're going to do the Monday to Friday in half an hour increments. I think that works really well. And then on the side, you're going to list out the ingredients. What are the key ingredients of your week? It might be sales calls. It might be client calls. It might be 
delivery, like actually creating the work that you're delivering to clients. Like list out the key ingredients. If you're a photographer, it might be editing, it might be shooting, it might be admin. List out the big things. I also really like to list out, you know, those are the, my work ingredients, but what else do I like to do throughout my week? I like to go to Pilates. So let's list that out. What else do you do through your week that helps you to be like be a good human? What else do you like doing? Maybe it's like I take my dog for a walk at midday so I can get out of the house. Whatever that looks like. List out the ingredients of your dream week. And then what I want you to do before you even, like you're doing this before you even touch your table, like your spreadsheet or Google Doc. Before you even touch any of that, you are listing out the key ingredients so we know, okay, what needs to happen every single week? And like even food prep, you might go, well, Sundays I'm going to do my food prep or I'm going to plan my week or whatever that is. So You can make this as detailed as you'd like, but you need to list out all of the ingredients. Then what I want you to do in your ideal week, I want you to put in the big rocks first. What do I mean by big rocks? Big rocks might be like big chunks of like client delivery work or sales calls or the times that you spend doing your marketing or working on the business. Put in those big rocks first. Then I want you to follow with the pebbles So the things that kind of need to fit around it, maybe it's meeting with your VA or someone on your team, or maybe it's checking in on analytics for a client or whatever that looks like, put in those uh, pebbles next. And then I want you to put in the sand. So these are the littler things that, that kind of need to fit in. Maybe that's when Pilates goes in, or maybe that's when food prep like goes in or whatever. You get to prioritize what's most important and what's most impactful for you. So put in the big rocks, then follow with the pebbles, then with the sand. And what I like to do is I like to color code similar tasks. So client stuff is all in one color. Sales stuff is all in one color. Marketing and like working on the business is all in one color. So it just helps me to quickly glance and go, oh, this thing's come up. This opportunity's come up. Like an example would be someone wants me to come on their podcast. Awesome. I'd love to do that. When am I available for podcasts? I'm available the last Wednesday of the month. So this date... In between these times, I can do any of those times. Perfect. So I've already structured, hey, this is my window of time for this particular type of task. So the next time someone asks me for it, I'm just going to pop them straight in there. Okay. Now, final words of wisdom I want to give to you. I have been doing this for a long time. (laughs) And big mistakes I see people make is when they fall off the wagon, which I got to tell you, you will fall off the wagon and that's okay. But when they fall off the wagon, they think, oh, my goodness, I'm doomed. Like, I'm never going to be able to get this right. And they kind of beat themselves up over it. When and if you fall off the wagon, just come on back. Just keep referring back to it. Like, print it out. Put it somewhere visible. If you have a VA who supports you, give it to them so they know when you're online and when you're able to answer questions, all of those things. So make it visible. Don't stress out if you fall off the wagon. Just come on back. It's all good. Just come on back and start again. Don't wait until next Monday to start. Start right now. Like don't stress about, for some reason, we always want to start on Monday. Start right now. It's all good. And and the other thing I will say is like, give yourself grace in this process. It takes a bit of time, but make sure that if you really want to do this, you are the one who must enforce it. No one else is going to enforce this ideal week for you. You've got to do it yourself. Okay. So make sure you hold yourself to this 
Because if you can master your time, if you can buy back your time and find time to work on the business, find time to rest, find time to create, give yourself space and eliminate some of this bleed time and this reactive context switching kind of frenetic, stressful space. If you can eliminate that, you are going to be so much more effective as a business owner and you're going to be happier. You are going to feel less burnt out. You're going to feel less overwhelmed. You're going to feel less reactive and stressy and you're going to feel amazing. So it's going to be awesome. I'm so excited for you to do this. And when you've done it, please message me and let me know how you go. Um, This is something that, as I said, as soon as clients join us in the Next Level Club, this is one of the first things we get them to do because it's so, so powerful. And it's something that we're continually refining. So always looking at how can we optimize this and it changes and and that's okay so enjoy the process have fun super excited for you and for how this impacts so many other areas in your business because you will not know yourself when you've got some more time to work on the business time to rest and time to create really awesome stuff Alrighty, my friend i love your work i will see you back here same time same place next week but in the meantime go get them (laughs) 